Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I hope you had a great weekend. And I hope you listened to my last interview with Dr. Craig Marker. Uh, love that one. And there was tons of great tips on uh, hurt training, which is high intensity repeat training, and how you can use that for fat loss and just overall metabolic health. I've been using it on my Rogue Echo bike and doing 15 seconds on, about a minute 30 off, give or take. And, you know, you do four or five sessions of that, uh, sets of that and call it a day. So I love something that's quick, efficient and gets the job done. So definitely dive into that, uh, interview if you haven't already, but today we're going to discuss something that we've, I've talked about before I've had guests on, it comes up quite a bit and I feel like it can't, it can't keep coming up enough, essentially sleep, getting better sleep. And today I'm going to talk about rapid eye movement sleep. This is REM sleep. This is one of the four stages of sleep. There's also light, deep and wake sleep. Um, and these are, you know, you know, these are sleep cycles that you consist of throughout the night. Now, REM sleep is known as like the mentally restorative stage of sleep when the brain converts short-term memories into long-term ones. So your brain is actually very active during this REM sleep cycle. And it's when most of your vivid dreams occur. So REM sleep is essential for keeping your brain and body healthy and a sufficient amount is required in order to perform at your best. And so it plays an important role in mood regulation as well. So there's some research that suggests that people that are deprived of REM sleep are less capable of remembering things that they've learned prior to falling asleep. So we can all relate with that where we forget things uh, and we just did them the day before or even hours before. So um, REM sleep is a, is a time when learning new things from the day before are committed to long-term memory. So this is obviously really important. I can probably talk another hour on what REM sleep is and how important it is. It also can be significant to athletes, uh, because if you're learning a technical skill, like for me, golf, and you've worked on these skills, you know, day in, day out and REM sleep, that's when you retain those skills. So you, so failing to get proper amount of, uh, night REM sleep can prevent you from seeing the benefits of that practice that day, which obviously would frustrate any athlete on any level. So how much REM sleep should we get? Excuse me. About 90 minutes. Um, and you should aim for about 20 to 25% of your time asleep in, in the REM cycle. So if you do have concerns that you're not getting enough REM sleep, Um, there could be some outside causes. This could be stress. This could be late night eating screen device. If you've done, if you're doing all those three things every night, maybe you should change up your night routine, which I've talked about. Um, sleeping in a new place can obviously screw up sleep, uh, your REM sleep and then alcohol consumption. Um, I know you hate to hear that, but you know, alcohol consumption before going to sleep. And I'll touch on that a little bit more as we go. So one thing that part that stood out um, in particular <clears throat> with regarding increasing REM sleep, excuse my voice, is a concept we call sleep consistency. 
And this is something I really strive for. And that is getting to bed at the same amount of time and then getting up around the same amount of time, really focusing in on that. And if, if anything else, this would be, I would say, the first thing you should do um, because it, it's a simple thing and it's something that, you know, unless you have really small kids and they're keeping you up um, or a newborn, um, you know, making sure that you, you know, if you're, if you're going to bed about 10, 10, 30, keep that consistent every night. And then as far as getting up, I mean, obviously it's be ideal to, to get up without the alarm clock. Um, you know, I typically get up between around probably on average around 637. Um, you know, I do notice, and, and there's been some studies out there that during the winter, um, during the winter time, you actually require more sleep. You're used to it. It's evolutionary, uh, because it's darker longer. And so I actually do find that I sleep a little bit longer, um, in on these, um, on the winter nights, which is what's happening right now. So I probably, you know, occasionally I would probably average seven 30 during the winter and during the summer, probably six 30. Uh, so keep that in mind. And then obviously the second biggest thing, other than making sure that you have a, a consistent sleep uh, schedule is staying away from alcohol before bed. I'm not going to go into every detail regarding that, but when your body's forced to process alcohol during sleep, it has a diff has difficulty getting past what's called light sleep and into some deeper stages. So it's okay to have a drink every once in a while, but I just wouldn't be drinking too close to bedtime. So six ways to improve REM sleep. I could probably give you 26, but I want to try to keep it simple. You, you want to make sure you're hydrating throughout the day, but don't drink too close to bedtime because <laughs> I've run into this before where, you know, you're up peeing every three hours. You don't want that because that's obviously going to hurt your sleep. Um, if you could do some type of massage therapy, that can really help. Um, even just a steam shower or just a shower, a warmer shower before bed can help. Um, you've heard about blue light blocking glasses before bedtime that can only help. Um, I usually put mine on around eight o'clock and pass that. So if I do have to read something on a computer or I'm watching the end of a football game, um, I have my blue light blocking glasses on and I actually find that it makes a big difference. Um, so try those out. If you haven't, uh, reading in bed, you know, the good old, old fashioned way of just reading prior to sleep. I, I love doing this actually at least 10, 15 minutes before bed. And, you know, if you're not in this, in, in a dark sleep environment, which you should be, it should be dark and cool. Um, you could do a sleep mask or even like earplugs. I mean, it's pretty quiet where we're at, so we don't need that. Um, also another thing that can come up sometimes if you're, if you find yourself hungry before bed, one, you probably didn't have the most nutrient dense foods you could during dinner. Uh, so that could be one of them, but, um, you know, something that could help promote sleep is actually dairy. Um, obviously you want quality grass-fed dairy. Um, I actually just went to the, uh, went to the market the other day. That's about 45 minutes away and, uh, got some, myself, some raw milk. So I do, I, I have been having that from time to time. Um, but you know, if you want to do traditional dairy, that's fine. Um, and foods with serotonin. So this could be like a cheese or eggs, um, even pineapple can promote your body to produce the proper amount of sleep hormone melatonin. So another thing is tart, tart cherry juice, which I've never tried. Uh, but you know, a lot of the, a lot of the research that I looked into kept coming, that kept coming up. So if you that could be a, that could be sort of a quick hack. If you want, if you want to improve your sleep, tart cherry juice, it's high in melatonin 
and can be a sleep aid. Um, lastly, is it even like a sound machine um, that can help as well. Uh, just other white noise during sleep. So I know a lot of kids use sound machines, but why can't adults? So um, you can try a lot of those tips on site, um, you know, for yourself and see how it goes. Um, there are also obviously um, there are some sleep devices out there and some of these wearables, which I have mixed feelings on. I use, I've used a whoop, a whoop. <laughs> There's a ton of data on, on sleep from uh, whoop. If you just go to whoop and check out their website, um, you know, the thing about tracking your sleep cycles is that's what they do through their device. And there's also called an aura ring. You know, I like wearables to, to some degree, but I also think you should just trust how you feel, um, regarding, um, you know, during the day and after certain, uh, you know, every certain night's sleep. So some of this, you can feel some of it, actually, the data can really be helpful. Um, there was actually, um, some sleep data from 25,000 whoop members and the results showed an a significant rise in the nightly amount of REM sleep as the percentage of sleep consistency over a four-day span increased. So just focusing on sleep consistency, going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time can go a long way. And it shows this um, from <clears throat> those 25,000 WHOOP members. So I'm not telling you you need to get a wearable. If this is something that you want to really focus in on, maybe you should try it and give it a go and see if you like it. Um, but either way, let's focus in on sleep we got the new year coming up and it won't be the last time I talk about it because uh, I was trying to think of a, well, how I could equate sleep to. And I, I equate it to if you're a golfer and, you know, you're good at everything, you know, you drive it well, you hit your irons well, but, you know, you struggle with your putting. I feel like sleep is putting, right? You got to putt well to score well. And so you got to sleep well to have a healthy and balanced life. So <clears throat> I don't know. I like to equate everything to golf. So <clears throat> if you can relate with that, you can relate with it. But um, let's focus in on sleep. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.